When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? Welcome back to the Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm Russ, as always, Brendan Ertle. Saints lose 20-10 to the 2-6 Pittsburgh Steelers. The Saints fall to 3-7. And, seven. and um, they are currently slotted at the fourth overall selection in this year's draft. A pick that they will not have. This performance was the worst Saints performance I've seen in weeks, months, years. Possibly the worst one I've seen in quite a long time. This was miserable. Miserable. The Pittsburgh Steelers, a historically good franchise, a franchise this year that has been awful. Offensively, defensively, bottom ranked in everything. Don't have a ton of 20-yard plays. Don't have a touchdown over 8 yards. Don't have any rushing numbers at all. Don't have any passing numbers. And they just go absolutely freaking off. 75-plus plays. I want to say there were 6 plays of 20 20 yards plus. There was multiple runs of 15-plus. They had their three longest runs of the season, their longest pass of the season. They scored 20 points is something they haven't done a lot this year. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris has struggled all year long. He goes off. They have 100-plus receiving uh, rushing yards. Pickens goes off. Deontay Johnson goes off. No one can guard. No one can do anything. The This sums up everything. The best defense and coverage of the whole game was from defensive end Cameron Jordan. When he manned up, swatted the ball away from Pat Fryermuth, that was the best defense I saw all day. That was the best coverage I saw all day from a defensive end. I was making fun of Cam Jordan in the second in the Right when the half ended, when he ran and touched Pickett when he fell, and he was trying to get credit for the sack, I was like, that's funny. Like, Of course, he's going to go do that. I take that back. He's putting effort on the field. He wants it. There's effort there. There wasn't effort anywhere else. Where do we even start? I'm not even going to mention Dennis Allen right now. I'm not even going to do it. I miss talking on the pre- and post-game pods about... The X's and O's, this and that. 
um, schemes and stuff. Why Andy Dalton almost got Chris Olave decapitated when he threw him in the cover two. Things like that. I miss talking about those. It's a, this That's not even relevant anymore. There was this graphic that they showed pretty early on in the game about all the injuries that they had. And I don't I don't care. And no one else cares. It's not relevant. Andrews Pete, Mark Ingram, Marshall Lattimore, Pete Warner, Marcus Davenport, Marcus May, Eric McCoy, Trevor Penning, Michael Thomas, Bradley Roby all missed this game. And it doesn't matter. None, none of that matters. Because you know what? You hired... You signed other players who make millions of dollars that need to go out there and play. The offensive line was was shuffled up. I get it. Um, you're missing your center, your guard, and your other uh, tackle for a lot of the game. You're blocking Montrevious Adams in the middle. A player that the Saints had last year that really never even saw the field. I don't care who's injured. Josh Andrews is making one of his first starts ever. You're getting paid. Let's put it like this. How much, how just you personally, how much are you getting paid this year? I guarantee it's not as much as Josh Andrews. And if it is, good for you. But I'm not getting paid nowhere close to what Josh Andrews is getting paid. I could snap a football. Let me have a snap. I can put in Andy Dalton's chest. It doesn't matter. That dude is a pro. Lewis Kidd is a pro. Calvin Throckmorton's a pro. They're pro players. They're getting paid millions of dollars. We, we were blaming injuries like Andy. Yeah, it's, what is he going to do with these wide receivers? What is Dennis going to do with these, these hurt players? It doesn't matter. You need to coach these players that you put on the field. You need to coach. You need to get mad at them. You need to get frustrated. You need to teach. You got to just do something. False start after false start after false start after penalty after penalty after penalty, and there's no percussion. The, the Saints stop uh, Pittsburgh one drive. Contavious Street hits Pickett super late. They, he runs to the sideline, gets some water. Not a single freaking coach talks to him. I swear, if that was me in high school, I'm getting my ass chewed by four different coaches at the same time. Because you know what? That's a mental error. That's nothing, that's nothing coachable or anything like that. That's a mental error. And they need to let you know that that's not going to fly. If you do that again, I mean, just one time's enough, but you're not going to get back on the field. You're not. Caden Ellis was the only one this game that really showed me anything. Like, w- what stops us from saying just trade everyone, just get rid of everyone, um, screw the cap, let's just be bad next year? Because, like, w- what are you going to get for him? These guys aren't show you. They're not showing you anything. You just lost the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. And as I'm sitting here recording, I'm also listening to the post-game press conference, and this quote right here is extremely telling. A reporter just asked. I'm not sure who it was. She asked, "Do you talk to players like Taylor, Adebo, guys like that who?" get penalties that need to be fixed. Do you talk to them during the game? And what he said was shocking. He said a lot of words and then said, not really, we will fix it after the game. Why after? Why? Why do you have to go look at film to see if what he did was wrong? Get your hands down, Alante. No, get your get your hands out of his face. Put him in the chest. Just That's all you got to do. Just let him know. Even if he knows, he's a pro, he, he, he knows what he did wrong. You need to let him know that you don't accept those. You need to let him know that you can't jump off sides. 
you can't you need to know the cadence on the first freaking play of the game the from the first snap of the football game we jumped off sides they jumped off sides from the first snap those first 15 plays are scripted you know what the first play is if they jump that's purely coaching they're not prepared they're not ready The total plays, the Saints ran 45 for 186 total yards. The Pittsburgh Steelers ran 79 plays and only managed to get 379 yards. That's a lot of yards. You almost run nearly 80 freaking plays. And you average 4.8 yards per play. Saints average 4 yards per play. What does that tell you? The defense was bad in this game. They were not good. They were not disciplined. Everything. This whole story just keeps getting worse and worse somehow. So if you didn't know, we woke up today to a report from Adam Schefter that said, the Bills have been reassured that Josh Allen is not at any added risk to further injure his arm by playing. And if you didn't know, he had an elbow injury, uh, things like that. Uh, don't know the exact injury, but it seemed kind of serious. And the, the tweet goes on to say the Bills have spent intensive time with their doctors and other arm specialists to make sure. Michael Thomas quotes the tweet and says, that's how you do it. What does that tell you? And when I saw it, I was like, oh, geez, Michael Thomas shouldn't have tweeted that. Doesn't want to be here. He he did some he had some good tweets supporting the team throughout the game. A report by Luke Johnson, a Saints writer, just came out. Jarvis Landry said he tore a couple ligaments in his ankle earlier this year. The injury got worse when he tried to play it in London. Why was he cleared to play? What is this medical staff doing? I'm not blaming them for Marshawn's injury, for little injuries, for James Hurst getting a concussion. You can't blame them for things like that. You can't blame them for for football being football. You can blame them when they make things worse, when they ruin Michael Thomas's career, when they derail multiple weeks of Jarvis injury because they force him back early. There's been multiple times, multiple situations, and multiple players, and it just keeps happening goes from Delvin Bro, Keenan Lewis, Michael Thomas, this Jarvis Landry thing. How do you tear multiple ligaments in your ankle and clear a player to play a football game? And that further made it worse, made him miss more time, and made this team struggle more when you try to force someone back. What is going on in New Orleans? What's going on? It starts from Dennis Allen. It starts from... From Andy Dalton to Jameis Winston, it starts from coach to coach to coach. I thought Mickey, he's been great here. Horrible trade to trade that first round pick. That is now a fourth overall pick. Worst trade. It could become the worst trade in NFL history if you keep losing. If this pick becomes a, the number one or number two or number even three. And currently at number four, it is one of the worst trades in NFL history. History. You traded the 15th best prospect in last year's draft for a top five in this year's. That is not 
good evaluation. They overestimate about this team. They overestimated. Things keep getting worse and worse and worse, and I'm not even sure what direction you go in next. I think you start Jameis. I think you have to. The way Andy's played just has been piss poor effort, horrible play around him, and you can't even blame it. You can't just blame one guy. Uh, I doesn't matter. You got to change the quarterback. They need something refreshing. They need something new. This is awful. I'm watching football games that are happening right now. Bills Vikings, other games, and I'm ha- I'm enjoying watching those games. This game I watched today was two bad football teams played bad football with a bad outcome. That game was horrible. There was literally pigeons on the football field that we could see on camera. The pigeons probably spent more time on the field than the Saints offense, and that's no joke. That is literally no joke. They were on there all game long, and so were the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. You can't even completely blame the defense because they had a two-minute break, 30-second break, things like that in between each drive. I mean, they weren't good. They weren't good at all, but they were getting no rest. The offense was horrid. I mean, did Kamara even play? Like, why are we not just forcing Kamara the ball? The the run game wasn't there. Um, Steelers have one of the worst secondaries in the NFL when healthy. They weren't healthy today, and we didn't even test that. We didn't even try. I would have lined up an empty first, second, third down. Test them. Test them. Taysom Hill had three carries, one yard. He threw one ball, incomplete. Didn't have any catches. Chris Lave had three catches, 40 yards. Juwan Johnson led the team, five catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jarvis Landry, three catches, 37 yards. Kamara, three, three catches, 22 yards. Excuse me, 19 yards. So Kamara had 11 touches. Again, he had 12 last week. You're giving the ball 11 times. So of those 50 plays you had, excuse me, like 45 plays, Kamara touched the ball 11 times. And I'll end it with this because I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. When the game's on the line, your defense made a stop. They, they missed the field goal. You have some kind of momentum. Five minutes left. You're running the four-minute offense. You got third and ten. You got Olave, Jarvis, Jawan, and Kamara on the field. You throw a 50-50 ball, a deep shot, to Kevin White. Kevin White. Kevin effing White in a game situation where he has played a ton of for this team in the past few weeks. And I haven't seen him make a single good catch and catch period. You scratched Marquez Callaway. A healthy scratch to play Kevin White. What in the world? And what play call, Pete, to have Kevin White on the field run him. Have him run a go and that be your play. I get it. You need something. You got to find something. But Kevin White's not the option. I'd rather you hit Olave on a five-yard gain and try and have, try and do something on his legs. And if you don't get it, go for him fourth down. Then throw a 50-50 ball to Kevin White. That is a bad decision. I don't. You can you can argue uh, who else he's supposed to throw to. It doesn't matter anyone but him. He's out there a decoy. Just don't throw to him. Don't do it. This game 
was bad. There's other bad situations around the league. The Broncos just lost in miserable fashion to the Titans. They don't have their first-round pick for three years. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a coach. They don't have a team. I mean, we, you could argue we're, we're in a pretty bad spot as well. No first-round pick, no money, no players, no star players on defense, no you know superstar league-changing players like Justin Jefferson, Josh Allen, no one like that. You don't really have a ton of trade value uh, in your players because the cap... At this point, just go on your knees and just pray to the football gods. Sean Payton, please come back. It doesn't even matter if he beat us twice a year. If you if you come back and coach Atlanta, we don't care. We need the first-round pick or anything. We need something in return. We need some picks to turn this team around. I don't even care who you pick. If you have the first overall pick, uh. You don't have to take a quarterback. Just take a good player. Just have a good player in your team. Just stockpile these picks. Get good players. Have good players in your team. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna question if they take another corner. I'm not gonna question if they take this position or that position or what position they should or shouldn't take. Because frankly, you could justify them taking every single position on the field. Any of them. That'll do it for today's show. Just want to thank you guys for always tuning in to the shows pre-game post-game and just want to you know say sorry that these these post-games have been rants I don't really know what else they should be um not much to talk about X's and O's wise and I miss that I miss Saints football I miss enjoying what they what goes on on game day I miss going to the city and enjoying that because it's not enjoyable right now it's not it's it's actually pretty miserable it's the complete opposite so just hope things can change and go in the right direction. I didn't mention Dennis Allen much in this pod, but I don't think that he is, should be here much longer. We talked about last week his sit, his seat being pretty hot. I think you press the eject button. I think, I think that's, I think that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in today's show. As always, I'm Brennan Earl. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, I like to have some funny jokes on there. I didn't pay for the the verified Twitter subscription. Um, I'm not that I'm not that kind of person, uh, but still got tons of good content over there, posting articles, podcasts, and thanks for sticking with me through this tough season. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing, and uh, I'm putting my best effort out there. I know you are too. Uh, the Saints aren't right now, and that's okay. But as always, I appreciate you guys' love and support, and I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Let's go. Let's go. We are-